My next guest is a soon-to-be Hall of Fame member. I want to welcome on Super Bowl champion, legendary NFL coach, Mr. Dick Vermeil. Coach, how's everything going for you? It's going well, thank you. I have no problems. So how cool is that to finally get that? So are you basically in now, or is it, how does this whole Hall of Fame process work from here on out? Well, you know, they divided the Hall of Fame process into three categories now. They did this three years ago with a, a player's category, a coach's category, and a contributor category, rather than having them all lumped in one. And uh, there's five uh, voters of the 49-man voting staff uh, that select the coaches and and, and select uh, the uh, contributors. And then the whole 49-man group get together and do players, and then it uh, – there were seven coaches selected for evaluation this year, and I was fortunate enough to win it this year. Uh, the contributor was Art McNally, and this is all combined with a, a, a group vote to finalize it uh, when they put the players in. Uh, so, you know, the first time this worked, it was uh, Jimmy Johnson and then uh, Bill uh, Cower and then Tom Flores and, and now me. So awesome. I'm very fortunate. They're going to let you go over eight minutes, right? I don't know what they'll do this year. They only <laughs> went eight minutes last year because of they were putting two classes in at the same time. That's awesome. And I also saw that you, somebody else is portraying you in another movie coming out later this year. Yeah, this called American Underdog. Okay, it's American Underdog, a story of Kurt Warner in a specific period of his life and his, his Super Bowl year with us, the Arena League and all that. I've seen a preview. It's very was, well it looks I good. Was very impressed with the movie. Yes. Oh, cool. So who's portraying you? Uh, geez, I, I, I'm, you know, Dennis I, Quaid. I, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Right. How oh, cool. Have, have you? Did they fly you out to see any of the shooting or anything? Or no? No. Uh, no. I had one long phone conversation with the people, and that was it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Oh, well. And then, so I want to get your thoughts on the NFL season. So obviously we're recording this Monday afternoon. Um, tonight's game, we've got the uh, Cowboys and your Eagles matching up. Uh, what are you expecting? What have you seen from this team through two weeks that gives you confidence for the rest of the season? Well, I, you know, I, I think the Eagles are uh, young on in some offensive positions. You know, the wide receivers are both a one-year uh, rookie and a one-year veteran. You know, the, you know, the couple of great fine tight ends, real good players, experienced, the quarterbacks inexperienced, uh, Awesome. Offensive line was a strength. Now they just lost the, the left tackle for the game tonight. He's going to be a dandy. He's going to be a great. Marlotta is going to be an all pro for many years in a row. And he'll be back soon. And they lost Brooks for a few games. Uh, Remington, I think, is starting at right guard. He was, you know, a second round pick. He very little training camp and very little practice. And it wasn't great in the game last week. But I think overall they're going to end up by midseason. Be a, if they can stay healthy, be a pretty good football team. The defense is playing pretty well. Uh, you know, they they lost the great defensive lineman, their best guy, and uh, I feel bad about that because he was the heart and soul to me of the defense. Uh, other than you know, Cox has got more publicity and makes more money, but the other guy uh, was a, a real fine contributor overall. I, I think I think that you know I said at the start of the year I thought they'd win more than ten games and I think yeah I remember you said that and a lot of people were kind of counting them out but you you were confident what 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 was your confidence based off of just kind of like just personnel I thought the offensive line would be a real strength and the defensive line would be a strength and I thought the young quarterback would be adequate to to a better than adequate player and, and get better as the season went on they have a great running back they a fine receiver core just needs some experience and I just saw the strength of the offensive line being back 
what it will be when it's 100% would make him one of the better offensive lines in football. Therefore, the quarterback will play better, the running back will play better, and we'll go from there. Yeah. What have you seen out of Jalen Hurts that gives you optimism for the rest of the season? Well, I, I see great potential. I really do. I, I, I see him uh, being a real fine player, you know, given the right system and the, take advantage of his skills and talent. Uh, he throws a nice ball. He's got to be more accurate than he was last week. But, you know, sometimes it, it, sometimes it isn't all a quarterback fault, too. You know, sometimes it, coaches will adjust to what this guy can do best, and the game plans keep getting better to fit his skills. And uh, I look for him to be a good player. I really do, yeah. What's your biggest key to the game for night, for them tonight to beat Dallas? Well, you know, Alice, uh, Dallas leads the league in plus, plus four in turnovers. They can't turn the ball over. And so far, we, the Eagles, have not taken the ball away, though they haven't. They haven't lost a fumble and they haven't thrown an interception. So they've done it. No, wait, I think maybe they threw one interception. I don't know. No, they not, haven't. They haven't thrown. Not 100% sure. Uh, huh. Dak uh, Prescott threw, uh, has thrown two. Yeah. I, I think really, I think right now Dallas is a better football team. They've played two good football teams and they played them well, could have easily beaten Tampa Bay. Uh, and, you know, they, yeah, I think they're a good football team. I really do. Now they're a little banged up and, you know, a guy out on, you know, not passing a test and that kind of stuff. But I think there'll be too much experience in too many, uh, you know, the quarterback right now is throwing 77% complete. My God. Uh, so Prescott's playing well. I just, hopefully the Eagles can beat him. I, I wouldn't bet on it. Interesting. And then, and then flipping around the NFC, your Rams took down Tom Brady and the Buccaneers yesterday. What were your thoughts on that game? I thought they played awfully well. The game plan was uh, was beautiful. The quarterback executed it well. You know, I've always thought this guy was a good player, and Matthew Stafford. And now with the, that scheme, the, the surrounding talent, the defense to back him up some, uh, I think they're going to be a team to contend with all year. Got to keep them healthy. But uh, they played awfully well last night. They really played well. And the, the passion of the coaching staff, you know, and uh, – Sean and McVay and, and his people, uh, I'm really proud of them. I think they're doing a hell of a job. What about the defense? Kind of, I don't think Brady. I think Brady had a rushing touchdown, and that's it. And they, he's hard to contain. Well, you know the defense has been good, and, and now number 99 is the best defensive player in football. You know, and he's not the biggest guy and all that kind of stuff, but he's the best player. He really is impressive. You have he's a you know they move him around, you know, and that that gives him problems with. Uh, I think they're going to be tough, but that division's tough. You know, you know, Seattle's going to start winning some games too. So Arizona's undefeated. You know, that's tough. Yeah. And speaking of Donald, how do you how, how do you think he stacks up all time to Reggie White? Well, he's not a Reggie White. He's not as powerful. He's quick. But Reggie White, uh, they never made one. I've never seen one like him. You know, and I I know what Hall of Fame defensive linemen look like. Okay, Deacon Jones, I was a field with him, coaching staff for preseason. Merlin Olson, these guys, they're all great, great Hall of Fame players. Deacon, uh, this, uh, the big guy is just was bigger and stronger and can do what the littler guys could do. So I, I don't see him having an equal. Interesting. And do you think anybody really compares to the Rams right on the NFC, or do you think it was Tampa and we saw what happened yesterday? Oh, they'll, no, Tampa will come back into it. You know, oh, you think? Okay. No, I think, you know, it's going to add New Orleans goes up and whacks uh, New England at home. You know, it's tough to do. 
And they yeah. did it convincingly. You know, they didn't play well a week ago, but the whole, everybody was all screwed up with the COVID, which yeah. I just can't understand people not getting the vaccination. I know. I'm right, I'm right there with you. I think it divides a locker room. I can't prove it, but I think it would just be easier for everybody if they just got it all done. But it's not my my uh, place to say. And I want to ask you, so uh, we've got five rookie quarterbacks that are all struggling at the gate. You, just, you ever seen anything like this before? I don't know if I've ever seen five rookie quarterbacks start the same season. Uh, you know, I, I just don't remember that. But, uh, you know, there'll be some play well as they get going, and the, the, the coaches will adjust to help them get better. But, you know, a lot of times the rookie quarterbacks that are starting, they're starting and were drafted early because the teams weren't very good. And they got the quarterback, but they still have a lot of holes to fill, specifically in the offensive line. You got a good offensive line, the quarterback normally looks better faster. You know, and I think, you know, Jacksonville is struggling, but how good's their offensive line? You know, and then the Bears, they haven't beaten anybody in a while. And he struggled yesterday, but the starters have struggled a little bit. So, uh, but, you know, they're all going to rise. They're all going to rise. But Herbert last night for playing for the Chargers, you know, he had a great a spectacular year last year, but that the whole football team was pretty good. I still don't know why they fired the head coach, but uh, they look like they have a fine young coach there now. And uh, uh, he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks coming around a long time. But it, uh, he was surrounded by better people initially. And then go, going back to the Bears, it's kind of like a weird situation because obviously they took Justin Fields in the first round, but it feels like the coaching staff is with Dalton. And I feel like, do you think they're not putting Fields in the best position to succeed, or do you think it's just a disaster in Chicago? Well, I just think they have problems, and, you know, and they're rebuilding that football team. And uh, they're, you know, uh, you know, I just, then they lose their starting quarterback. They were playing competitively, and the young quarterback in a new offense that wasn't getting to play in the first few games other than sporadic plays. Uh, and then get a starting job thrown at him all the while. I'm not surprised he didn't play real well, you know. Interesting. And then going back to the Chargers, obviously they beat Kansas City yesterday. Are you concerned with the Chiefs, or you think this is kind of just a slow start for them? Well, you know, they didn't beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost. You know, you turn the ball going in a score, turn it over twice, and then, you know, Mahomes, you know, I have predicted all along his number one fault will be he is so competitive and he's so confident without being cocky that he can win the football game on any given play. Two weeks in a row, he's throwing the ball away at the end in a panic situation that's costing the football game. And he's no matter how good you are, you can't consistently do that and take a team back to the Super Bowl. So I think he'll straighten that out. I, and I still think that Kansas City Chiefs will be the number one game. What do you think of the AFC West right now? You got Denver's undefeated. You got the Raiders are undefeated. The Chargers are not two and one. You got Kansas City and now in fourth. I think it's going to end up being the toughest division, maybe move from the uh, NFC West. You know, it's uh, that division is going to be if Denver's tough, you know, and I've been in that division when they're all tough, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and John's got the Raiders playing better. Now they're, they're, it's pretty tight at the end coming overtime games and that, but that's got, I still think, uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to really be tough to handle all through a whole season if they can stay healthy and get Andy Reid healthy. Yeah, I, heard I think I saw he's doing. Hopefully that was. Yeah, true. I think I saw he's doing better. I think he should, they said he should be back at the facility today tomorrow. Are there any other teams around the league that have kind of surprised you based on how well or poorly they've started? Well, let me look. Uh, 
Well, you know, Buffalo started out unbelievably well, and they're going to be well. Uh, you know, the Jets proved that wasn't all coaching. <laughs> so they're still haven't won a ball game. The, the Ravens, uh, I thought, would be a little bit further along, though they're playing, but they're eking it out. Uh, the Bengals probably surprised me Interesting. yesterday, beating Pittsburgh like they did, the young quarterback healthy again. Uh, the Browns, I think, in that division are, are going to be – very, very tough. They're, they're a very talented group and they're being well coached. Uh, you know, and they lost enough years in a row and accumulated a lot of real quality first round pick. Sooner or later, they were going to mature into a football team. In the South Division, uh, I'm disappointed in Indianapolis. I thought they'd be a little better. They're on three right now. I, I do think they'll get better. But I, I think, you know, that's that may be the weakest. That's probably the weakest AFC division. In the West there, boy, I'll tell you, that is tough. That, that's tough. The Chargers proved yesterday, you know, they could have won a week ago. Uh, that, that's a tough division. In the East, and NFC, I think the Cowboys are still going to be the best team in it, but I think Eagles will be competitive. Washington proved that they weren't real good when they get just waxed like they did yesterday, but they'll continue to get better under their leadership. The the, division, the, 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 with the Washington uh, game. Yeah. If you, Green, Bay, the, Green Bay, last night watching Rodgers play, I said to my wife, well, it's 1130 at night when he wins a game, you know, <laughs> trying to kept me up the whole time. There's, there's no, I don't know if there's ever been anybody that can throw the ball as well as he can. You know, everyone talks about perfect fundamental foot position techniques and all that. And he, he throws it accurately, regardless how his feet are, <laughs> what's around him. He is, he is amazing. And he was amazing last night. He was. What, yeah, what you else you describe it or how else? What'd you so think I of think that? that? That'll be tough there. They'll be the toughest there. I think Carolina Panthers are going to be the surprise of the whole league. I said that going into the season, the coaching staff, Matt rule. I've watched him coach. I've been on his practice field. He's an excellent football coach. He turned two college football programs around that were, were ready to almost give up football. And, uh, yeah. it, you know, and he's earned the right to be where he is and he's taken advantage of it. I think, I really think the Carolina Panthers will be, uh, the surprise of the whole league this year. And I'm they, not saying they're going to the Super Bowl, but yeah. what they had four wins last year, and they lost a lot of games, like tight scores, and uh, I'm impressed with them. And the West, God, that is that's tough too. I believe Seattle will be better. And, and now you got you know the Rams are, you know the 49ers are, you know Arizona is, but the surprise there right now is is Seattle, and I think they'll get going. And that's this oh, coming. There's more. I think there's some very fun football teams this year. Oh, yeah. And then so this Sunday night, we've got Brady returning to New England. Do you think Belichick has been game planning for this return for a long time? Or do you oh. think Tampa's got their number? Oh, I, I think Brady's been preparing for the game he's playing. Uh, I, I, he is too smart to get uh, advanced thinking in, in games he's not playing this weekend, you know, and regardless, uh, I you know, he would like to win the ball game. I don't think Bill uh, Belichick is a vindictive type guy. I'll prove I'm the most important guy. I don't read him that way at all. Never have. Uh, it'll be a, a game. Uh, it's a great public uh, uh, promotion game. You know, it'll be a draw a big TV crowd uh, because of how good, you know, Brady is and how good Belichick is. And they always say, well, one wouldn't have been the other as successful without the other, and that is 100% true on both sides. Brady would not be Brady without him building to what he is today. And uh, Belichick 
may not have won as many Super Bowls as he uh, did with Brady, but he'd have won some anyway. And then go, going back to the Packers with, with Rodgers, and you're saying he was, kind of, he, was, he was incredible last night. The hit on Adams, are you surprised they're still not throwing flags on these, these guys that are headhunting? I didn't, think, I didn't think that was a headhunt. Oh, really? I didn't think it was. It ended up being, but it was not a purposeful one. Uh, you know, when you get two moving targets like that, every once in a while you're going to get one, uh, a, a non-deliberate head-to-head it's going to get called most of the time. That could have been called, but as they explained, the official was not in a good position to see it. But uh, there, there was no, I didn't see any uh, meaning per, meaningful purpose to that. I don't think, I think he just flying around playing football and it, they ended up being in that position together and hit helmet to helmet. Interesting. That's unbelievable. And I know, I think, and so going back to tonight's game, um, with Philly and Dallas, do you think this is kind of, these are the, really the only two kind of real contenders in the division? Cause I, I, I root for Washington. I haven't seen anything. The giants look like a mess. You think it's really just Dallas and Philly? Well, I do. I think so. And then the Redskins will, Redskins will keep getting better and they'll win. I'll bet you they win more than eight games, but uh, I would believe they would. They won what seven last year and won the division. Yeah. Seven and nine. Yeah. Oh. So I believe that uh, they'll, they'll continue to get better. You know, how, how fast you improve, it depends on how many good teams you have to play on the schedule that year too, you know, yeah. but I think it'll be the Eagles and the Cowboys. And by the end of the year, Eagles stay healthy. I think they could be a, very, a threatening team. The year you guys won the Super Bowl when, when Trent Green went down and Warner kind of came in, at what point during the year did you be like, all right, this guy's got, this guy's got what it takes. I, I, I know exactly. It was the fifth game of the season. We played the 49ers and we were ahead 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter and they were a playoff team. And right then, I, I remember saying, I've repeated this myself so many times, making this statement, turning to Jim Hannafin and say, Jim, this kid can play. You know, it was just, he was just amazing. You know, some quarterbacks hit occasionally the guy that's open. There are games that Kurt played every time a guy was really open for a big play, hit him. You know, there's a lot of big plays that are the receiver was in position to make the big play, but the ball was out of reach, underthrown or, or overthrown. But uh, like Rogers last night, those two throws he made to put him in field goal position, two in a row like that, two in a row. And uh, Kurt Warner could do a lot of that. Yeah, no, because I know a lot of people have compared kind of Warner's uh, beginning in the league to Taylor Heineke kind of guys that were kind of counted out. So I was kind of curious of your thoughts on that, with, with, especially with Washington. Um, but that that's really all the questions really I really have for you today. Do appreciate you taking the time. Can't wait until these, some of these games get going early in the week. All right. You take care, Zach.